Faith for Today with Colin Urquhart and Julia Fisher. On Friday, Colin, we looked at the link between the Kingdom of God because, of course, we're taking an in-depth look at what the Kingdom is really all about. We looked at the link between the Kingdom of God and salvation and we talked about the parable Jesus told of the Kingdom of God being like a tiny mustard seed, which of course, when given the right conditions, can develop into a huge tree. And you explained how within each believer there is the potential to grow and develop our full spiritual potential and live a life loving God, Jesus and the Holy Spirit, because we're saved and the Kingdom of God is within us. And the kingdom, we have seen, is the rule and the reign of Jesus Christ. Now, the scripture tells us that Jesus never taught without using parables, and his parables are parables about the kingdom of God. And um, you can really put these parables into two categories. There are those that speak of the present reality of the kingdom, and those that speak of the future fulfillment of the kingdom when Jesus comes again. Some of them uh, link these two things. So we're going to take a look at some of the parables about the kingdom of God this week. And and we're going to begin uh, with uh, those that especially speak of the way in which the kingdom of God is present, not only within our lives, but also in the world. Um, you remember that prophetically it says in uh, Isaiah that of the increase of his government, there would, no, there would be no end. Now, the government of Jesus Christ is expressed through the rule and reign of his kingdom. So Jesus came and established this kingdom here on earth, and ever since his Uh, crucifixion and resurrection, the kingdom of God has been extending. Uh, The increase of his government has been taking place. So we're going to look at some of these um, parables and see what they have to say to us about uh, what God wants to do in our lives now and what our attitude should be towards the future. So we'll start with two very small parables. Uh, each of them is is uh, just either one or two verses. Uh, Jesus said, The kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field. When a man found it, he hid it again, and then in his joy went and sold all he had and bought that field. Now clearly what Jesus is saying is the kingdom of heaven or the kingdom of God. Remember, the two phrases can be used interchangeably. The kingdom of God is more valuable than anything and everything else uh, that we have in our lives. Now, interestingly, you see, Jesus did not say that he was the treasure. Uh, He says the kingdom is the treasure that you are ready to sell everything you have to possess that kingdom. He doesn't mean to imply that you can buy the kingdom because you can't. Um, 
he, he was really meaning that you would be prepared to give everything just to be part of this kingdom, this rule, this sovereign reign of God. So uh, what is Jesus really saying here? Well, he's saying that to know Jesus is absolutely wonderful, but God always has a reason for everything he does. There's always a so that. So when Jesus becomes real in a person's life, it's not simply so that we can say, oh, well, now I know the Lord and I love the Lord and one day I'm going to go to heaven. It's so that we can possess the life of his kingdom now and live the life of his kingdom now that we can express each one of us as believers something of the rule and the reign of Jesus Christ in our lives. Now, that is God's purpose for every individual Christian, that God has put the kingdom of heaven or the kingdom of God within us in order that through our lives we will express the life, the love, the power, the authority of that kingdom. The, the other parable that Jesus spoke at the same time was very similar in, in its significance. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant looking for fine pearls. When he found one of great value, he went away and sold everything he had and bought it. So this pearl of great price, this treasure that was hidden in the field, was the kingdom. Now, uh, interestingly, you see, uh, in both these parables, the person concerned was searching. Uh, and uh, the, the man searching in his field discovers the, the treasure. The merchant was searching for a pearl of great price. And when they discovered the kingdom, each of these two characters in the parables realized that they had discovered what they'd been searching for all their lives, that the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven, suddenly gave their lives a totally new significance and meaning. One of the things that really saddens me is that there are so many uh, church-going people who would certainly say that they know the Lord Jesus and love the Lord and yet have no real revelation of the kingdom in their lives. So you don't see them exercising the authority and the power of that kingdom. There's no sense of them ruling and reigning over the circumstances of their lives or of Jesus Christ being able to exercise his sovereign rule and reign through them. So, uh, you know, just when we have uh, encountered Jesus and received Jesus into our lives, that's not the end of our searching. Jesus said, ask and you will receive, seek and you will find, knock and it will be opened to you. And he promises that everyone who asks receives, he who seeks finds, to him who knocks the door will be opened. But there needs always to be this constant seeking after more of what God intends, more of what he wants to do in our lives. And uh, these the, the, this man digging in the field, this, this merchant discovered, ah, this is what I need. The king.
kingdom of God in my life. And so Jesus has made himself known to us so that we can have the life of his kingdom now and live the life of that kingdom here on earth. Colin, you mentioned about your sadness that there is so much indifference towards the kingdom of God within the lives of many so-called Christians, especially here in the West. Is this because they just haven't had this revelation that, that these two parables talk about? Or is yes, it they I, just don't understand? What is it? I, I wouldn't say it's indifference. It's more ignorance. But the ignorance is amazing because, I mean, every time you open the Gospels, you're confronted with the gospel of the kingdom of God. There is so much mention of the kingdom, the kingdom, the kingdom, the kingdom. The parables are about the kingdom. Uh, and uh, you, you wonder, well, why is this? The answer to that, I think, is very simple. That fairly early on in the church's history, a shift took place. And I don't believe it was a shift that God ever intended. And there was a shift away from the emphasis that Jesus put on the kingdom and a shift onto making the church the central uh, sort of tenet of, of what people or how people were expressing their life. Everything was church, 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 church. So we talk today about church meetings, church buildings, church services, church um, staff, officers, appointments. It's all church, church, church. Jesus, all Jesus said about the church is, I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. But Jesus was preaching and teaching the kingdom. When he sent the disciples out, it was with the message of the kingdom, not the message of the church. There isn't such a thing as the message of the church. Uh, it's the message of the kingdom of God. Now, am I just playing with words? No, not at all. Because, you see, the church can only be the body of Christ that God intends the church to be if it is a kingdom people, a people that have received the kingdom, they know the kingdom is within them, they're expressing the life of the kingdom, they're seeing the evidence of the power of the kingdom, because we saw last week the kingdom of God is not a matter of talk but of power. They are learning to express the authority that God gives us because we belong to the kingdom. So uh, this is not playing with words at all. The church during its history has lost this central emphasis that Jesus had and that the apostles had in what they were doing. The apostles clearly in the Acts and in the epistles, they weren't preaching about the church. They weren't uh, interested in people simply joining church. They were preaching the gospel of the kingdom. It's very interesting that at the end of the book of Acts, where Paul was in, under house arrest in Rome, actually awaiting execution as it turned out, but he was in that situation for two years. But he was in, uh, 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 until the latter stages, he was in an open house arrest situation. So people could come and visit him. And it says that during those two years, he taught people daily about the kingdom of God. You've been listening to Faith for Today, presented by Julia Fisher. This program is sponsored by Kingdom Faith. For further information, visit our website, kingdomfaith.com. 